Welcome to the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast, covering agriculture and all things related in East Carroll, Madison, Tinsall, Concordia, and Catahoula Parishes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast. Um, today, I'm joined with Dr. Trey Price and Mr. R.L. Frazier, and uh, I guess today we're going to talk about plant disease. Um so, Trey, what have you been seeing out in the fields? Um, I know a lot of people are starting to think about putting fungicide out on soybeans uh, or even corn, I guess, if they've already done that. Um, what, are you, what are you noticing? Well, I could go ahead and just kind of recap corn and, and give you an update on that. Uh, we had some problems with, in some fields where we have just corn following corn and reduced tillage practices with, with northern corn leaf blight. I know of uh, a lot of areas that have that uh, needed treating, particularly when you had a susceptible hybrid out there. We saw some pretty good, uh, I'd say light to moderate, uh, northern corn leaf blight development in those fields. Uh, if you're still scout, scouting young corn, you'll need to uh, keep an eye on fields that are corn following corn for sure. Um, more recently, you know, we've, we've found southern rust uh, down in the central part of the state. First week of June, um, been looking forward up here for a couple of weeks and we picked some up late last week uh, and and this week too in, in Madison, Richland and, and Washtenaw parishes. You can probably go ahead and, you know, points between rapides and in and, uh, and, and, and Madison and, and Richland and Washtenaw, you can probably go ahead and just assume that there's probably a little southern rust out there. In those fields that I found southern rust in, it was not easy to find. I had to look for it. It was very low incidence. I'm talking about walking, you know, 100 yards in the field and 100 yards back, mm-hmm. looking at several thousand leaves and finding one. So I'd say that's very low incidence. And with our current weather weather pattern, I, I do not expect that southern rust will, will develop rapidly uh, or progress rapidly. It's just going to keep, it'll keep progressive, but it'll be slow uh, with this weather pattern. And, you know, depending on your crop stage, it's, it's, that, that, that plays a lot into making application decisions. Some of this later corn up north is just now pollinating. Uh, if you pick up southern rust in that, you, know, you may want to consider an application. Uh, the further you get towards dent or black layer, um, the, the least likely a, a fungicide investment is going to be worth it. It's, it odds are against you um, with that application paying off the more time goes by and in the vast majority of cases I think the, uh, the crop's going to outrun outrun that, that disease mm-hmm. so that's what's going on in corn um, soybean right now getting a lot of questions about uh, fungicide you know people want to put fungicides on soybeans um I say this in all my grower meetings. In the, in the state, we've basically got three camps. We've got people that don't want to put one out unless they have to. Um, that's the camp I reside in. I, I think you should just wait until something comes up before you before you decide to manage. And I think I think you can manage these uh, most of these foliar diseases reactively. Um, the other camp is you know got somebody that wants to put one application out no matter what. And that, that's fine if they've got it budgeted in their program. I, you know, I'm not, it's their operation. You know, they, they do what they want to do. 
I just encourage them to, to, to delay that application as long as possible. Get it out, you know, around R5, because you want to protect your plants during pot field. As long as they're clean up to R5, I push that, that one application out. And uh, you got folks that are going to hit it twice, no matter what, depending on what area the states are in. And the, the timings on that's R3, R5. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah, yes, sir. Go ahead. Question. How long a residual do you have on that fungicide? Two to three weeks. Hey, and you don't have any 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 fungicide fungus out there. Do you have a residual? Most fungicides last two to three weeks in the field, uh, depending on the material. Some last longer than others. Uh, but the idea that you need to have in your head is it's, it's not like a light switch. So say you put the fungicide out and uh, it's going to gradually decline over that two to three week period. And then after that, it's pretty much gone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Those are the three camps in the, in the state. That's kind of the three approaches I see with our producers. Um, and I, I actually, I, we actually have an, an article coming out uh, in Dan Fromley's Louisiana Cross newsletter. We've, we put a link to the soybean fungicide efficacy table. We've got a list of just about every every motive, every active that, that's labeled in soybeans. Uh, we can't, there's no way we can put all the generics in there. It's just not the table we get on really. Mm-hmm. But um, we've got, we're, it'll list the disease and you'll list the fungicide and we have a, a rating on there to tell you how effective it is on a given disease. Also texted that out on the uh, the Remind system. So if you're a member of the LA Soybeans on the Remind system, you've already gotten that table and can use it in, in, your, in your management decisions. So... Uh, other than that, if you don't have that table, you can contact your county agent. You can contact me directly, and I'll, I'll text it to you or get it to you somehow or another. Yeah, we'll try to get that on our Twitter account, too, so people can yeah, get yeah, that. that's fine. That's fine. I, I adapted it for Louisiana. There are other ones floating out there in other states. But, uh, it's, it's a little more of a chance growing soybeans in Louisiana, depending on what part of the state you're in. So I kind of, kind of had to adapt it. Mm-hmm. that table for Louisiana. Mm-hmm. As far as current disease issues, as foliar diseases, uh, very light at the moment. Uh, the only thing that, it, the only foliar disease that I've laid eyes on this year so far is septoria, uh, also known as brown spot. You see it low in the canopy. Uh, it can be confused with, uh, with uh, soybean rust. Um, most of the time it doesn't develop to, to disease limiting levels if you if you have some some levels that you you deem that you think need, need treating um i stay away from the qoi fungicides um there's there's a real good chance that there's uh qoi resistance in that pathogen population we just we can't keep up with our science uh with the with the ongoing industry we just a graduate student could take that and get a master's degree on it right now so um that's about the only foliar disease that I think the biggest problem we're having is a couple of soil-borne issues or debris-borne issues, and that's southern blight and, and taproot decline. With southern blight, um, you'll see plants just all of a sudden die, usually in the, in the early vegetative stages, and, it, and those dead plants are kind of being rose. The fungus will kind of walk down the road and take out some plants. 
And I've seen some fields this year that uh, were, were pretty alarming. Uh, I don't know. We're going to have to figure out, try to get an overall estimate of disease loss on it because historically, southern blight's been a minor, they can be considered a minor disease, but um, I'm getting a lot of questions on people wanting to treat it. Um, it's interesting because the same fungus causes uh, what we call white mold in Louisiana and pe- yeah. peanuts. Okay. So, and in peanut, there's several fungicide options. So, I just there's no data for soybean, and I don't know of any. I don't. I have to do some research and see if anything is actually labeled for that particular disease in soybean. What part of the state uh, are you seeing that all over, or just? I've seen it in, in all over the northeast Louisiana. You're going to find southern blight in heavy ground. That's where it's most most prevalent. Uh, is heavy ground and soybeans falling soybeans. Okay. I can't stress to folks how much how important crop rotation is as far as managing these soil-borne disease issues. Uh, and I, but I understand that um, you know in, in the heavy ground you can. <laughs> You can only plant it when you can plant it. And, you know, if you get delayed, you may not be able to put it. I was about to say, that sounds like a lot of what our guys are doing, and we we do a lot of soybeans down here, so might be needing to check for that one. It's a problem. Uh, You know, any grass crop, you rotate to any grass crop, uh, you know, corn milo, Mm -hmm. row rice would be an excellent, uh, excellent rotation option. So, um the other one's taproot decline. That that uh, I've seen some fields this year that are going to take some pretty significant yield hits due to taproot decline. And you can already tell it in some of these fields, even the vegetative stage beans we're seeing those foliar symptoms of intervenal chlorosis and necrosis and some plant death already. Uh, I'm, uh, I've seen some fields that I'm not optimistic on their bottom line. I'm encouraged them not to not to put any inputs in that crop um, that are unnecessary. So try to keep stink bugs out of it and keep it from getting too dry and hope for the best in a lot of those situations. And, and that arises from that debris accumulation, the taproot decline pathogen likes to, it, it, it lives on that debris from year to year. We've got GPSs on our tractors and we're laying a soybean seed right, right next to that stalk from the previous year. So the pathogen comes off that stalk and just uh, infects the seed and seedlings and uh, any stage plant. So rotation's key in that situation as well. Uh, we're looking at we know we know there are differences in varietal susceptibility with taproot decline. Um, I've got a really good trial going on at Maker Ridge this year uh, where we planted a copy of the soybean OVT and uh, inoculated it. Uh, row one and row two are not, not inoculated and I'm working my way through that this week rating it so hopefully we'll have a set of ratings where at least our growers can refer to that if they have to go back with soybeans in a field like this hopefully they can mitigate their losses due to taproot decline with a resistant variety um, rotation and tillage well, you'll, you'll end up with, with lower incidence for sure and we're, we're looking into seed treatments and infertile fungicide options for, for taproot decline. Seems to be a bigger problem in northeast Louisiana than central central Louisiana. And I can tell you that that taproot decline pathogen does not like flooded conditions. So if you can rotate to rice, that'd be an excellent option in fields that are heavily infested with it. 
that's the one where you cut the stalk and you and you see the um uh was it the white growth inside it that's yep okay yep in, in the pith in the center of the stem you will see a white mycelia the the best way is to dig up plants that you suspect are, are infected mm -hmm. and you have to kind of have to carefully dig them up particularly in the heart and in, in heavy ground uh, and you'll see blackened roots you'll see blackened tap roots blackened uh, lateral roots and the uh the foliar giveaway is is intervenal intervenal yellowing and mm -hmm. the necrosis too so anytime you have the intervenal chlorosis and necrosis you you got a root or a stem issue okay Okay. Well, you know, uh, really yeah, hey, Trey, you know, it, you had the the brown spot you were talking about. Mm-hmm. We, we were in that first field. We were having a hard time finding any black or missing roots, you know, dead plants, mainly just seeing a few leaves dropping off. Had some uh, alfalfa hopper damage on some of those leaves, too. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, had, had several things going on. But I'm, I'm just from what listening with you right here, I, I think we got some taproot going on there because I think it's third year in beans, strictly because of weather issues. He had intentions the last two years to put it in corn. Mm -hmm. But black land and rain just couldn't get it done. Uh, yep. But I think brown spot in that one field, then we do uh, taproot decline. We got it, don't get me wrong. But uh, yeah. I, th I think the brown spot. Uh, it's a bigger issue there. Now, the second field we went to, oh, it was, you begin to see the yellowing leaves, and you could find the little half grown immature plants under their dead slip out, you know, roots yep. gone real easily. And you split that stalk, and you'd see it, you know, decaying all the way up to stalk, even on some green plants, even though they had slop, you know. Yeah, I'm planning on coming up there next week. I'm going to give you a call. It seems to me that those, from, from the pictures that, that Dr. Cope sent me, it, Seems to me that there might be some southern blight in there too. So, okay, like several different things going on in the same field, which is all yeah, <laughs> that can happen. Sure can. Yep. All right. Very good. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, any more questions? Well, that's all I have. The only thing I just wanted to mention before we get off is the um, virtual field day that Dean Lee's going to be having, and that's going to be on July twentieth, and we'll get that out to everybody to. To watch and then mr rl in uh he's been busy working the last couple days on getting us to well we're learning how to do this and we've we've attempted it before but we're gonna try to do a lot better job but uh we're gonna do is it youtube live is that is that what we're gonna do this time is youtube instead of facebook well i'm playing with we're trying to figure out how to to get it done uh -huh. i'll send you a link here in a minute to see Kylie's <laughs> my guinea pig. We 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 send them back and forth. But yeah, we're gonna try YouTube. If that don't work, I'll roll back to Facebook with a little better camera than my phone. So trying to go live with those. Uh, Trey, this may not be the place to put you on the spot, but I'm gonna do it anyway. What a good friend. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm used to it. Kylie said the virtual field they made me think about this while we were visiting with this producer yesterday you know they made the comment of internet youtube google you can find a lot of answers and a lot of help 
you know, and, and they were mentioning they had been Googling YouTube videos on taproot decline. Okay. You know, the ones that they could find were Tennessee, Alabama. I said, well, we'll work for one for you. Okay. I'm sorry. I just need, I needed something else to do. <laughs> I don't mind doing that. I, I, as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm teaching a practicum course uh, for Chris Clark's practicum. They they have to do uh, they have to do it remotely. So I'm going to be do, doing a Zoom from my phone in the field on taproot decline on Monday. <laughs> you push me a little quick, get all this figured out how to do it. <laughs> I tell you what, I tell you what, I record it. I'll that sounds great. That's a good idea. Send it to me. I'll put it out on YouTube. I can do that. We'll see. There we go. We figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how most things are done. It's just in good conversation. So, that's but, it. but that's anyway, it. but uh, but yeah, I think you're. We're gonna do next week. We're gonna try to put uh, Donnie. Uh, he's got some good trials going on at the research station in St. Joe and. We're gonna video him and you can submit questions on a live. So as we're going through the field, if you have a question, you just type it in the comment section and we can ask him in the field and uh, get your questions answered. And uh, so we'll hopefully- That's not a perfect word. Well, you know, the internet is not all that good in St. Joe, so I'm hoping this will work. <laughs> <laughs> progress. Work in progress. <laughs> hey, we gotta learn some way, you know. So, all right. Well, that's all I have. Um, if if y'all ready, I'll go ahead and close up. And uh, yeah. all right. Well, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, we'll hopefully have another episode out for you next week. Stay tuned for updates on our Twitter account. We'll try to put all the uh, information out there. And if you need us for anything, just give us a call. Thanks. Yep. Thank y'all. Appreciate what y'all do. The Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast is produced by the LSU Ag Center Extension Service. For more information, visit the LSUAgCenter.com or contact your local extension office.